Hey guys, this is Ish from Movie Car Guys. Thanks for listening to our 12th podcast, The French Connection. Don't forget to email us at moviecarguys at gmail for movie ideas. And check out our Movie Car Guy Instagram page for news and other stuff. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Car Guys. Uh, I'm Ish. I'm Philip. I'm Adam. And this is uh, The French Connection is what we're doing today. Another ancient movie picked by Phil that I'm sure we have much to discuss over. And we're back after about a month, and I've, we, we all have no idea what we're doing. So we've been, we're playing with knobs and chords and trying to get this back together again. I think it sounds okay now. Yeah. So... Um, You're playing with your knob. I'm not... I haven't touched any of your knobs. <laughs> You're not touching my knobs. Touching your knobs. Yeah, you're touching your own knob. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for any brew you want, Adam, you've brought us some amazing beer. Why don't you tell us about it? Uh, this is Cronenberg 1664. I can tell you that it is French. I think it was made in 1664. Um, it's 5% alcohol. It's in a green bottle. Kind of tastes like uh, Stella, Heineken, and a few other European beers mixed together. Phil, you kind of have a history with yeah, this. Yeah, tell beer. us tell us more, Phil. Oh, I mean not really. Just that um we had this around, you know, when I was growing up. Like French French beer was the cheap beer because you would travel to France to get the low tax, um, the tax free alcohol, wine, beer, spirits, and, and you know, you'd go and it would give you a headache because <clears throat> it was cheap. I think it's pretty good actually. It is. It tastes I don't know exactly what it is. like I would think it would taste. And it's pretty refreshing. has a pretty good aftertaste. I don't know if I haven't had a beer in like three or four days, but I'm like really enjoying the shit out of this. Just I mean, halfway. We're going to have to drink more. Well, I'm going to need more than one. That's what I'm getting at here. Yeah, I'll early. probably have to take a pee. It's going to be, we're having mini breaks in this podcast. Yeah. Edit, I think, edit. <laughs> I think this beer is just refreshing. Most of this week I've been traveling for work and I've been drinking basically just whiskey the entire oh, time. Oh, you wanted to, oh, you, yeah, because you were with so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. It's a heavy whiskey trip. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've had a beer since, uh, I don't know, like a week or two, so it's feeling, it's feeling good. So that's it for any brew you want. <clears throat> Appreciate the beers, Adam. Total yeah. Recall, do you guys have anything? I don't remember what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, what last was the last time? movie? I do. Look, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sex Drive, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so so as, as I was editing Sex Drive, I wrote some stuff down, and it says Total Recall for Sex Drive. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I was smart and wrote it down as I was editing it for last time. So I don't know what some of these mean <laughs> but i wrote them down <laughs> but i wrote them down okay so the last car to have a tape deck is a sc430 so we were talking about oh, i yeah. guess infotainment systems we or were, something yeah and we were talking about you know cars not having la- that stuff yeah anymore. so the so the goofy lexus two-door convertibly thingy is the last car to have a tape deck and it's a lexus sc430 well, that's one of the uh cars that i think top gear voted was like the worst car in the world i think so yeah exactly it's kind of like a toyota yeah. solara kind of was it the solara i was no, trying to remember it's the, not the solara. It, it's no, like it's that fancier. it's fancier i was it's trying to remember fancier. it's the lexus equivalent yeah yeah, yeah. i was trying to remember the toyota it looks goofier yeah, yeah it's, it's like blanket. the most old person two-door car you could ever imagine mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's no, pretty I, bad i remember it i just can't remember the model it's the like toyota. the karen mothership the Karen Mothership. Right, it is. It is. It yeah. is definitely like the Karen Mothership. That's a really uh, good explanation for the SC430. It's convertible, so it blows her hair back into that mm-hmm. kind of right. exploded bob. But it just looks dumb. The car in general, it just looks so outdated. Like, brand new, it looked outdated. It was one of those mm-hmm. cars, you know, mm-hmm. like every Pontiac ever made, you know. Yeah. The uh, Okay, so I... I I think I know where this came from. I wrote the Eclipse was a 10 second car, exclamation point, exclamation point, etc. So I think that means there was an Eclipse in, in, in the movie. Drive. Yeah. And then we talked about 10 second cars a lot. I mm-hmm. think that was what I, what I wrote this down for. That, I think that was the connection in my head from a month yeah. ago. Yeah. And anyways. Yeah. We okay. were talking about how it, it's nuts that so many cars are available now that are basically 
10 second cars from yeah. the factory like the gt500 and all that stuff that's come out recently yeah 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 so i think that's why i wrote it down for the eclipse yeah. was a 10 second car so no. it was related to the movie no it could be made a 10 yeah. second car <laughs> no you know what i mean because it's from fast and furious right that was and then diesel says yeah. you owe me a 10 second car yeah yeah uh, anyways okay <laughs> you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Uh, like okay yeah that joke was already in my head i, I probably shouldn't have told that to you guys yeah. okay anyways <laughs> And then I have all this math that I did, and I have, I'm still trying to piece together what it means, right? All right, read it out so, to us. What, what is, what is so, momentum? So I think, this? so we were talking about road tripping across to get laid for sex drive, uh-huh. and I think someone mentioned a Tesla or something like that. Like, yeah. no, it would be, that'd be a shitty pick because it would take you so long to charge it up mm-hmm. along the way. Yes. Fast charge. And then as you right. know, right, as you know, I'm into electric cars, and I was like, I wonder what that math actually is, mm. right? You know, like. Using a fast charger or not? I, you know, I, I don't even know. I think okay. fast charger. I Googled, like, this is a month ago, right? Yeah. So I wrote, this is what I wrote. Atlanta to LA is 2,182 miles. So the 300 mile range, you have to fill up 7.27 times. So 300 mile range is pretty normal yeah. for high spec electric cars yeah. these days. So then I wrote, so that means you have to fill up seven times. Call it eight because it was like 7.2. Right, right. And you have, yeah, let's call it eight, right? And then so I wrote 32 hours divided by four for eating and peeing would be eight times. So 300 mile range would be kind of like in line. So if you have to fill up eight times and you needed to stop every four hours, that means you'd still do it eight times. So it's like right in line. So I think that's what I was trying in to line get with at. What? So, so you, you could so take you your have eating to char- and bathroom breaks like. when you charge. Like oh, you yeah. have to stop every. You have but to stop long, eight times. How long does that full charge take with a seventy-five minutes to charge to one hundred percent? Is what I wrote. Yeah. Which comes and to that's nine. On a fast charger. I, I don't remember what I did. Uh, like, I didn't okay. write details okay. in, like, the yeah, four yeah. notes I wrote here. 75 minutes is a really long poo, even for me. But, you know, 100% <laughs> is actually weird. Like, it charges really fast to 85% and then real slow to 100. Yeah. So, because that's how electric cars work. Like, at the very tip top, it takes, mm-hmm. like... So, how long does it take to charge to 85%? I don't know. I didn't write all that down. Oh my God. And then, But then I wrote, which comes to nine hours of charging on a 32-hour oh. road trip. Fuck, that's, that's a lot of charging. Long. Yeah. But but you I, know how but you know I how but I feel like Phil's legs are going to be from all those poos. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. He's not going to drive. I, after I don't have that many poos. <laughs> if I do a seventy-five minute poo, I'm not going to have one for about a week. Yeah. So I think I think the the the, the two thousand one hundred eighty-two miles is thirty-two hours driving straight up. Yeah. But then you would divide it by four because every four hours he'd want to get out and like eat or walk yeah. or pee. But not for seventy-five minutes. But that. Yeah, exactly. But so the time matches up real well, right? Yeah. So the amount of times you need to charge it is on point, I think, for cars. You just got to take a long-ass break. But the, but the amount of time it takes to charge it, that, I think, is what needs to, to like bring back down to real world, like 5 or yeah. 10 or 30 minutes charging. And, and they, uh, they've talked about these kind of like super capacitor batteries that can yeah. be charged much more quickly. Up to like 400 volts or whatever. But, but when yeah. you do that math, you realize that the current that would need to be supplied to charge um those that <clears throat> capacity yeah device up in they, they've talked about like one or two minutes like filling a tank with gas the, the electrical current flowing through the connector would, would be, be like ridiculous a, like a georgia power plant like so, output <laughs> so then you either have to turn the voltage up to some sort of ridiculous yeah. fifty thousand volts danger danger will robinson or you have this massive current that's probably going to suck in electric Mm-hmm. You know the magnetic fields, and I mean, just nuts. What they're, well, yeah, what they're Big going fat to cables these days. that don't even flex because, yeah, you, you'd have to have such thick cables. I mean, we're talking about thousands and upon thousands of amps, so it's not very realistic. Yeah, it for be- going that low, it becomes a, a matter of okay, but maybe we can just figure out how to change batteries really quick. So you drive mm, over this thing yeah. and, then, and it switches the battery Te- out. Tesla made one of those. Yeah. And then they just instantly was like, fuck that. That was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Too much mechanical work I, going I on. I prefer that. I prefer the that. The swapping approach. the batteries yeah. out. I think that's really, really good for smaller things like scooters and stuff where you don't need a machine to do it. If you just had like... Because there's a couple different scooter companies that you can just like go and like pull the battery out and like stick it back in your scooter and like mm-hmm. drive off. So I think if it's like handheld and quick... Then I think it's a really good idea, but if it involves like a bunch of different 
like gas stations and stuff needing to put all this machinery in to do it fuck mm. all that that's never gonna I don't happen know. people probably would have said that a hundred years ago about gas stations and that's just and digging a hole and filling it with fuel though no but there's a pump there's a machine <laughs> and, and, and it takes your credit card information and it, it uh, you know you can choose between three different grades of fuel and it, it mm-hmm. exactly meters exact amounts know, of fuel but if out. you told people like 100 years ago that you like could put your card into a slip and then it would like take money out of this theoretical bank account it would like, explode yeah. their mind like, what do you mean card <laughs> yeah like from your grandma uh, all right all right anyways and it wouldn't matter because old people would still want to go inside and pay by check oh my god car parked outside blocking the diesel <laughs> pump anyway i'm also curious so on, in this calculation say you have a, a model three or well, I guess it's just the three that's released right now that doesn't have free supercharging. How much uh, fucking yeah. money are you going to spend on that? Well, that's a shitload of dollars, I assume, on supercharging because the S and the X have I free supercharging. I think it's right? cheaper than it's definitely it's cheaper than, than gas, fuel. Though. It's definitely cheaper than sure. fuel for sure. Like I, I can tell yeah. you that, but I don't know exactly what the what the numbers would be. Eleven, yeah, and a half. 11 to you and a half. <laughs> okay, anyways, right. that's enough about the future. I didn't want to go too far off in a tangent, but I I think I was, like, at work, but working from home. So I was like, mm, let's just, like, you know, do something else and, like, do some math for no reason. I think yeah. that's where I was at then. Anyways, so we want to talk about The French Connection, mm-hmm. the movie that mm-hmm. you picked, Phil. Mm-hmm. Let's step away from the future and electricity and let's step into the past. Yeah. Where there's still electricity, but <laughs> where not Where there's good. lead fuel and everybody <laughs> smokes and, like, uh, New York City looks like shit. Let's go. Let's step into 1971. That 1971. So, Phil, tell us about your pick here. Um, well, I'd never actually watched it all the way through before. I'd seen bits of it. Um and I wanted to, so that's why I picked it. And because it's kind of like iconic, and apparently it was like voted into the Library of Congress or something. It, it won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. won a few. It, it's it's got all these for best picture. It won an Oscar awards yeah. and stuff. Um, and because it has a famous car chase in it, which was like in its day, it was a big deal. Um, so there's a few surprises in it, but I'll just like... I don't like, really know if it had, like, a car chase. Would you call it a car chase, or would you call it a car driving? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it had a car chase. Bullet, Bullet had a car chase yeah. scene. Yeah. This had cars car. driving. No, this had a car. It, it, he was chasing the it train. It was chasing a thing, it was, but it was yeah. a single car driving. Yeah. Anyway, it was famous yeah. for that scene. Um, and, and so I was just going to run through, like, what the overall idea of the French Connection is. It's a movie it's a cop and bad guy movie um detectives uh in the new york uh, narcotics squad or whatever uh gene hackman and roy schneider Mm -hmm. uh, and um i can't remember their their names because they had like nicknames and stuff popeye and something something else yeah let's Uh, call a guy from jaws and and there's a lot of like racial (laughs) epithets thrown around oh my god in a long time dude 1971 was a different time man Uh, (laughs) and then um and they're chasing down um or they're trying to find uh some the source of like drugs coming into new york city i think it was specifically heroin but it it, was heroin okay okay which happened to be like this shipment arrived from france that they heard about and yeah, right. I mean, that's pretty much it. There's a, there's a couple of French guys that come over, and yeah. then there's some like people handling it, handling, you know, the purchase of that stuff on the mm-hmm. New York side, and they kind of just figure it all out and go after them, and and there's some shooting and and sort of, you know, yeah. they figure it out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah um, it, it was good. I I liked your pick. I like watching movies like this because it gives me kind of like a a, a snapshot, kind of a of that time frame yeah. you know what i mean like I, I i can't really say that i enjoyed the movie like it wasn't like my kind of thing you're not gonna watch it again i'm but... not gonna watch it again but i really enjoyed like opening up like this time frame to that window and watching it and mm-hmm. seeing what new york was like in 1971 i did really enjoy that it's like a time capsule mm-hmm. on film you kind of open it up have and you, you been see to new york time... have you yeah been to i've been two or three times yeah okay how about you, Adam? Nope, never been. It's, I, um, it's quite different now. That's what I'll say. Yeah, it's <laughs> different from, from what the movie portrays. So, you know what's yeah. funny is I went in, um, the only time I've ever been, I went in 1999. Oh. And um, I stayed at the Roosevelt Hotel, which was mm. one of the hotels in the movie. Nice. And uh, that hasn't changed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so I will say that. Like a lot of the buildings, like when they drive through like Little Italy, they, they have like a snippet of Chinatown and some other places uh, the Bronx is in there a lot. 
a lot of that stuff looks similar. The buildings are all the same, you know, the high lines, the trains, the subways look the same, the buildings are the same, the roads kind of look the same, but everything is way cleaner and way nicer. And of course, like there's Brooklyn's no cars. Yeah, like I, I thought I, when I watched it, it was interesting because I feel like in 71, there were way more cars in the city than if you go to New York now. There's yeah. there's a couple cars parked here and there and a couple of hidden ones. But, you know, and there's and there's taxis and, and Ubers roaming around. But, you know, in that movie, the cars just lined the streets everywhere parking. And you don't really see that a lot in New York now. They just have them all open up to driving, I guess. Yeah. So one of my first notes actually was um, it's the movie starts in France. Right. In, um, in Marseille. And one of the things I noticed immediately, and it could just be like the sound, the, the you know, editing and, and the levels and everything, but it struck me and kind of took me back to my childhood a little bit of how loud streets were. Oh, my like the a busy street. And like I'm not the just driving. the honkers, but the Hard engine, yeah. engine yeah. car noise, um, buses, trucks, tractors, mm-hmm. um, because like even idling cars used to make noise yeah and i think about it now you know cars have this kind of start stop feature and stuff like that but even without that you can you barely hear a running car now a modern car you can sometimes not tell whether you've left it oh, running or oh not. i do that because my wife's like push button start and like she'll yeah. just like turn the button off and then and then, then there's this confusion of like oh i didn't put it in park yet yeah. And then she'll put it in park and then walk away with the car still running. And yeah. it's like this, this process of like, <laughs> like, just, just turn it off. And there's, and you don't know it's running, you know? And, then, and I'm like my old Mustang, which is fuel injected and modernized in some ways, but there's no, there's no getting around it. It shakes. Oh, yeah. It makes noise. Like yeah. old cars made a lot yeah. more well, noise. You know, the engine shakes a little and you can feel it in the shifter a little yeah. bit. Just and the construction and the engineering that's gone into the exhaust systems and the, and the vibration and the you know isolation and yeah mm-hmm. and the structure of the vehicle sound right you can yeah. just you can just hear an engine running in an older car any you yeah. know like my old Corolla you know even if it's pimp stock you can just it hear it me, running it reminded me of my childhood like before catalytic converters and before all that stuff in the exhaust system that you know and fuel injection and everything everything had a rumble to it mm-hmm. and a noise yeah and, and the sound did really good with that I thought yeah. like it, you could really feel the sound in the city for sure yeah. like I thought they captured that really well and like just yeah. like uh, capturing the sound of the city of like people walking and talking and shit going on in the background but it wasn't like overpowered like what's the uh, dang what's the other old movie that we watched the Michael Caine one the Michael yeah. Caine yeah. one Get Carter. Get, Get Carter yeah that one had a bunch of like weird sound issues I thought where like volumes were off and people mm-hmm. weren't talking at the it right was a time low, low and, a budget <laughs> yeah which makes sense I think this one did a much better job on like capturing sound without it being like overbearing in weird places and stuff I thought it was really good mm-hmm. before we get too much further too um, this movie is based on a true story so mm. there there are two cops that really had a thing where they're like stopping heroin shipments from france there's a book written about it the movie's based on the book mm. and then also the director uh directed the exorcist mm. so those are like his two big mm-hmm. movies this cool. and the exorcist yeah well you mentioned bullet so i'm gonna go there for a minute okay not having watched this movie movie before i just knew it was gene hackman mm-hmm. um and then roy schneider okay and then some part about a third of the way through the movie there sort of it's a, very, it's a very cliche kind of good cop bad cop routines going on in it which oh, yeah. is fun you know if you have a picture feet and poughkeepsie mm-hmm. whatever the fuck that yeah there. um and but there was also like the captain that was like pissed off at them all the time and that then, reminded me of bad boys and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and all of the other so ones stereotypical. The, the other guys and all the other cop movies yeah and then there's these uh, couple of Fed cops that they tack on mm-hmm. and say, you know, you need to work with these two guys. And they really apparently don't like each other. Well, he gets shot at the end. He shoots him. He shoots him. And he ends up shooting him. He cold blood murder. And he's well, like, fuck I think it. that was a mistake. It was friendly <laughs> yeah. fire. You know? Yeah, I mean, it was um, friendly fire. Yeah. It was definitely not on purpose, but still. Okay, he, so. had no, he had no feelings for his dead FBI homie, oh, though. Oh, fuck no. He didn't like He that, was dude. like, fuck it. I don't care. Well, the actor that plays that guy the fbi guy the fbi guy whose character's name is like Mulderig or something mm-hmm. bill Mulderig. that's bill hickman and i recognized him when i saw his face i thought that's that's bill hickman and i know bill hickman um because he played a role in bullet and he was the driver of the black charger that bullet oh. was chasing the reason he was the driver of the black charger in bullet was because bill hickman 
in the late 60s, early 70s, was one of the foremost Hollywood stunt drivers. And so, mm. like, he was the stunt driver behind <sighs> Bullet. He's the stunt driver in The French Connection. Yeah. But he was also and, played a part. But he actually acted as well. Oh, cool. So, like, cool. that's quite rare. They don't really do that much anymore. If you're a stunt driver, you're probably not acting in the movie. Um, and we'll have to do bullet another time because, uh, you know, I don't want to get in, into all the bullet stuff. Yeah, but... I don't think a lot of people like cross that bridge anymore. Yeah. But that would be an interesting thing for like Total Recall or something to see how many stunt people went from stunting to like being an actor or actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before I leave bullet, um, like maybe a week ago, yeah, the green sold. Mustang sold for $3.4 million. The buyer had to pay three point seven because there was some additional charges <laughs> that fuck get it. tacked What's on three hundred thousand dollars you're talking like auction fee <laughs> oh, auction yeah. Fees, yeah. yeah yeah so it's a, some people say three seven some people say three four depending on whether you paid or received the money but um it's a big deal and in the classic mustang community it's like almost a meme now where like if you have a 68 fast fastback that's you're you're asking like a million dollars yeah, for like, <laughs> i know what i have <laughs> i know what i have <laughs> don't try to haggle with me yeah. i know what i have that story, there's a story, um, <clears throat> the story of how they dug that thing up is pretty interesting. And I, and I read it like a year ago when it was first presented because when they brought the new uh, Bullet Mustang out, Ford actually had it like in their um, mm. showroom at Detroit and they didn't, they didn't tell you about it. No one even knew that they'd found it and they did a bunch of background work to yeah. check it out. And there was two, there were two cars made for the movie. Mm. And I think this was one, the long lost one. Right. Maybe there, they both an, are. There's another one somewhere in Mexico. I think I'm, I'm not, maybe mm. this is the Mexican one. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that originally whoever had it didn't know what they had. And then they started getting suspicious and they had a bunch of people check it out. And I think Ford even provided some of their own internal Ford experts to mm-hmm. go check it out. <clears throat> and then they brought it to the show with them and they didn't tell anyone that they had it at all. Mm. So when they released it, they were like, no, this is the real one. Mm-hmm. Like it's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Surprise. And on the Mustang uh, thing, I don't know if you guys noticed, there's like a red coupe Mustang in the French connection that shows up like oh, yeah. four times. I did see it a couple of times. Like I'm guessing it, you know, like, it was just someone's car. Is it the same there. Mustang? I don't know. I wasn't careful enough to check that it was the same exact car. Because there's probably a lot of red, yeah. you know, mid '60s Mustangs around. Probably that time. a ton. So yeah, this movie was kind of hard for me to like pick out. There's like a couple oh. of LTDs, and then the brown car he wrecks a lot, and then there are so many like this huge array of ancient cars that I just oh, you didn't even try to it. keep track. Yeah, like I, I there's a couple there's... times they focused on like a bus. A VW bus, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's, there's a, beetle in the background. a couple of Beatles. Yeah. You know, he tries to you know wave down a few cars, but there are so many ancient, cool old cars that I just couldn't even keep track. Like if, I didn't even try. If we had to pin it down to to the th- the main cars, there's two LTDs. He he drives like a Ford Custom 500. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's the Continental, and then there's the oh, Continental, which and, is the car oh, yeah. with the drugs in it. There's also a Cadillac, a black Cadillac, two door. I think at some point, like, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then also there's there's the, the comet the, the Le Mans comet. there's a white comet the white comet yeah and then there's this Le Mans that he flags down to do the chase scene mm-hmm. in. when there's a galaxy too kind of looks like a GTO it, because well, is the, the galaxy the, the car Mans. that they rolled up when the steel the Continental yeah, yeah, the white yeah. galaxy yeah yeah like yeah, did yeah. Like three loops yeah that was a good scene I thought I had yeah. a feeling like it's gonna be something else like they're gonna oh, just try sure. to steal this Continental that was pretty funny yeah that was pretty good. I uh, I miss we talked about this before in the podcast that I miss giant like two door land sleds you know they don't, <laughs> just don't make them anymore oh, shit. and yeah. that Continental is like fucking twenty feet long mm-hmm. and it has two doors and both doors are like eight feet long and it's, and it has like the weird old school Lincoln style they did forever where they put a bump in the trunk for the, the tire back tire. there yeah you know and then that that shit uh, they I don't actually, know it looks um, cool they sell they sold kits to convert other cars that didn't have that feature yeah and there would not and, even and, be a tire in it and, and it would just right, be a bump but it'd be like a trunk lid or it'd be like an add-on tire looking mm, thing mm-hmm. and i forget what those were called but there was a, there was a name for those yeah i, I, I might, remember that yeah yeah so wow. you, you could actually see some like old mustangs and stuff driving around with oh. this ugly looking ass thumb thing stop, sticking on stop. the back <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to me man 
yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And then he, I thought he drove an LTD, like a four-door blue Ford LTD. Maybe that's this 500 you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's the custom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it, it, it says like LTD in the taillights or something. Yeah, but it, it, the model was a custom. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That was like their economy line for, for, for a four-door full-size. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was like a good choice for like your average detective in NYC. You know, yeah. like it made sense. Like that it wasn't over me. the top. It wasn't, they weren't trying to like make it too fancy for him. That reminded me of uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, Volvo with his Volvo family station wagon thing no, no it was the the older one it's like the 80s something oh like you're the beige oh, ass oh. looking one <clears throat> i, I went straight to bad boys was. because that's what we've talked about before I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah i got you i'm following you yeah whatever that was that reminded me of that you know it's like he's a cop he doesn't have a shit ton of money he drives his car yeah no it makes sense it makes sense well, those kits that i was trying to remember the name of <laughs> those are called continental kits <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Shit. that's actually what they're ah, called. that explains it that makes sense okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so they hid the drugs in the Continental. So it was like a big part of the film. Yeah, and you, oh, I, I gotta talk about this one part of the film that was like, what the fuck just happened? Okay, so the 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 TV star guy. Okay, let me step back and explain the TV star. So there was a TV star guy from France, mm-hmm. and they were using him as kind of like uh, this immunity thing, cause so he couldn't be arrested. And he was driving around this Continental the whole time, but that's but like, what they store the drugs in. To, like, Bring, bring a car, car yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they were just, just using him, like a cover story, basically. Yeah. Exactly. They were using him as like a yeah, a cover story, a bit of a shield that the reason that the car is there. So he comes to they they take his car and they impound it and they completely strip it down. Dude. They rip every part of that car apart and then they end up like chiseling away the running boards or whatever mm-hmm. or this piece covering the running boards to find the heroin. And then he comes over and he's like, oh, I want my car back, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. It's like right over here. And he comes over like five seconds later and the car is in pristine condition. And we're like, what? We've seen them slitting headliners with knives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't even like you see them unbolting a few things. They're like cutting stuff out, ripping stuff apart, like chiseling away metal. And then like five seconds later, it's in like perfect shape and they didn't notice. They got a new headliner. They re-sewed the seats. They did all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how... Either this guy's an idiot and he didn't notice all the damage or he doesn't care or doesn't want to notice or they had another new car like uh, just ready to go even if he was an idiot when they get to the drug deal someone would have noticed something stupid like that because <laughs> yeah. like, they have like a mechanic dude like pull the drugs out well there, it is definitely it. different yeah. right so you can i kind of noticed this just because i'm a welder and it was like weird when they chisel it apart it's like painted mm-hmm. when they go un- undo the top again to see the heroin there's fresh like tack marks on yeah. it so like maybe that was some unintended continuity that they put into the film, you know, mm-hmm. you know, there's actually well marks like they welded that shit back together and like sent it. I was like, but still that scene is so ridiculous. Oh yeah. It's right over here after they like completely disassembled that yeah. car. Like they don't say how much time goes by there, but I can't imagine it's more than like a day. Mm-hmm. It would take you a whole day to take it apart well, and then another whole day yeah, at minimum yeah. and put it back together I mean, with like, the best people. Movie timeline, right? Like he talks about like how he just left it overnight or something and he's there to pick it up. They picked it up like in the middle of the night. They give it to him. Even if they give it to him like in the that night, that's like less but than But still all the damage. Yeah. But still all the damage. I know. Even if you had time like, to put it back together. That? that shit well, cracked me up. Don't forget the other difficult part of that whole scene is that... Um, Not doing all the heroin. The way they found the drugs is the guy sits there and says, how much did it weigh when you brought it in? Oh, my oh, God. 37.50. Oh, well, the yeah. owner's manual says 39.60. Yeah. Or whatever. Or, and no, it's, it, the owner's manual says less. It's like, oh, yeah. you said it weighed 37.50. Owner's manual says it weighs 37.20. <laughs> yeah. So where does this extra 120 pounds come from? Oh, I don't know. Anything? Yeah. The fuel? <laughs> One alternator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the owner's manual, they don't know shit. Yeah. Like, Literally, all of the different options you could get in the car, mm-hmm. you know, you could buy that car with all kinds of different deluxe, you know, cigarette lighters and all the trunk things. And, you know, I mean, that could be that's there's no way. Yeah, there's no way you'd be able to figure it out from that. I mean, like, it's a good eye, but like still, it doesn't make any sense. But but remember, he also says 
it weighed so oh yeah but that's that still would have been the same weight yeah so it still wouldn't have made sense right the owner yeah. yeah and i don't yeah. even think owner's manuals publish weight they just have like gross weight and then some other stuff and that's it I mean, maybe back then they the, had curb weight but yeah it's a generalized weight it is like, because yeah. it's not specific to that exact car the weight of the fuel the different options for engines and transmissions and stuff like that you're going to be uh, mm-hmm. up and down hundreds of pounds yeah, yeah. god yeah, forbid for sure. like a fucking road map and a umbrella in the car that that's something that only an engineer would know because we write these technical documents mm-hmm. and we know that exactly. they're just so it's fucking just made up. Yeah, that was exactly it's just like it. best guesses always. Yeah. Like to anybody else, that plot probably made sense. And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> bullshit, no bullshit. Way. No way, no way. Unless they like waited out of the factory, right? And then some dude had like, oh, he was writing. Was yeah, was riding the curve weight like on a on a blank line as oh, yeah. it shipped from the factory. Then maybe that Even would be then, correct. Even that doesn't make up for fluid differences. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oil and fuel is going to be hundreds of pounds. Fuck, I don't know yeah. how big the fuel tank was in that, but fuck, twenty gallons. Probably is a huge lot, with that know? gigantic mm-hmm. ass trunk, and then those big old V8s needed like a ton of oil too. So that, like a gallon of water is like eight pounds or something like that. I don't know. Here on total recall, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Google that shit. It's about man. six pounds for fuel because it's less. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I know it's going to be less than that, so but even. 20, like that's yeah, so that's 120 pounds right there yeah, for yeah. fuel tank. That's Boom. Weight. So that's what it is. So that that fooled him, and then it led him to tear the car apart more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the only part I haven't looked in. Well, that's where it's always at, isn't it? It's the yeah. last place you look. Because if you found it you in the asshole. glove box, you would have fucking stopped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Here it is under the owner's manual. Here's uh, the They're like one. taking the engine apart and shit. And I was like, oh, my God. Did, did they cut the funny. tires apart? They were looking uh, into the tires. Yeah. They had him popped off the wheel, okay. and you can see his arm reaching into the tire popped off okay. the wheel. I was trying yeah. to remember if they actually Which would be a four, that would lead to a really shitty ride with a bunch of heroin in your <laughs> tire. It's been it would, done. It's yeah, been yeah, done. yeah, yeah. No, it has. You know, that's, that's yeah. like the, uh, the run flat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's like when people there. squeeze that uh, that green shit. The fix the slime. In, the slime into your tire. It just yeah. puts like a giant hard spot somewhere. If you somewhere. don't fill it completely so it's loose, you'll still have the air cushion to some degree, but mm-hmm. it'll be all out of balance. So, like, as soon as you yeah. hit 60 well, something I mean, miles an hour, you it explodes in it. a big cloud of <laughs> heroin. cocaine and heroin. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you balance it. You just put it on the rim first. You put it on the little spinner. You balance that. Oh, you stick it to the rim on. and then balance it. Yeah, then yeah you, you tape it to the rim. Over it, yeah. Which I don't know how the fuck you fit the tire then over this heroin that's well, on has, the rim. Yeah, no, be. no, you do one bead at a time. So you do the bottom bead. Then, then you, you shove all the heroin in. You figure out how to tape it with like the top bead still popped off. Sure. Then you go back to the machine. You pop the bot the the top bead back on and you fill it. Sounds like we've got all the answers. Let's go smuggling. Yes. <laughs> all right. All we need is a gigantic old Continental Perfect. and a plan and a bunch of heroin. <laughs> I mean, my truck tires are pretty. Fuck your your truck tires are way bigger than mine. The thirty fives hold heroin, a lot of heroin. Man. Yeah, because yeah, the thirty fives so on sixteens. That's a fucked on <laughs> a tire. That's a fucked on heroin. Oh my god, we're gonna get rich. Yeah, yeah. Can now we just, just need the heroin. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, podcast canceled. Yeah. We're Have we just right. figured out why people are building like donks with 24 inch wheels no because the tires are this thin. oh yeah they don't have any you couldn't fit anything in there oh that's stupid aren't they? unless they're inside yeah. the wheel and we that would go. honestly be easier and that's why they have spinners in the covers fit? to hide it yeah okay on spinners sure that makes sense you know what if like mm. you got like a fucking wire wheel kind of thing going yeah on? What what I, that, wire somebody spokes? should probably tell them you guys are idiots you can't hide it you can't hide hardly any drugs in that <laughs> you, tires. Need, you yeah. need real 35s in that shit yeah, yeah. Anyways, fuck, we went on a huge tangent. Yeah. I don't know where we're at or what we're doing. <clears throat> Can I just say, it took me like four scenes of them speaking French for me to realize they were speaking French. I wrote a note that says, <laughs> they speak foreign language. And then at some point... They speak for That's what you wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then at some point... Noted. I wrote, it took me way too long to figure out this was French. Movie is French Connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my wife... Me and my wife were watching it last night. And she was... And, and I think she was only half paying attention. Like, she was on her mm-hmm. phone a little bit. She's like, oh, I, you know, like, this is the first scene, right? And she's like, oh, I, I wonder where this is filmed. It's really pretty. And I was like, probably France. <laughs> she was like, I hate you. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Awesome. I liked to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that opening scene when that dude kills the other dude, he oh, eats the bread. Talk he about. eats that bread. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. That bread looked good. It know, was like fucked up. Man. That's, it was that's super cliche that he's in France and uh, he's just walking around holding a bag. Around, holding bag, bag and I was Come like, on. what the fuck? <laughs> I like how there were no words spoken for like 10 minutes in the first start, the part, the, the beginning of the movie. No one says anything. 
someone dies, someone gets shot before a single word is spoken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is Gene Hackman wearing a Santa Claus suit, like hassling black kids on the side mm-hmm. of Brooklyn. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck is this going on I, in this I movie? I liked that early scene, other than the racial slurs. But when he they're chasing this guy down, he's got a knife and he slashes out and he gets Roy Schneider's character a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like, and they don't kill him. I'm like, wow, this this is like... And this yeah. is a time when racism was more they needed of a spoken sure. thing. But it's like, wow, that, that guy, nah. I mean, I don't care. Like, yeah. he'd have been shot dead in no time. He was like, shot dead before he pulled the knife. Probably before the knife. Like, they would have assumed would have, that was a gun. Yeah, they would have planted a knife and be like, oh, hold on. He's already got a knife. Yeah. Need mm, to plant one. Like, Maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely said it, dropped a few in bombs and definitely like hassled a few bars. But I liked how them hassling the bar uh, was really just a cover so they could talk to one of their guys Informant. on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they're hassling like, all these people. Where do you want it? Yeah, and he's like, oh, 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 yeah, right side, and he just <laughs> yeah. like punches him into the bathroom as hard yeah. as he can. <laughs> And he's like, hey, baby, that what's was wrong? Like a, what's that, wrong? That was like a Bruce Lee punch. Yeah. There's like no backswing. And then like, it was pow. Like, <laughs> and he goes. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone, does anyone need a beer? Yeah, I was about to ask Okay. That. We can just, Adam, you get beers. Okay. Let me pause you. Are you number two? Phil, yeah, say something. Am I, am I yeah, you're good. Okay. okay. Adam's paused. He's on mute. I mean. When I come back, all my words will come through at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and that's exactly how this works. I, you know, my favorite thing about the New York scenes, well, one of my favorite things after I realized they had the Roosevelt Hotel in there, and I knew that sort of area of Midtown, mm-hmm. was um, that the what what now is the MetLife building was Pan Am. Pan Am. I, I wrote the note about that, yeah, too. I didn't, I didn't know that was ever. And that's a big-ass fucking building, yeah. especially for back then. Yeah. So what? So I, It was I, probably I, quite new back then. What, um... But yeah, Pan Am's not a thing anymore. Right, I know. What what happened to Pan Am? Like they just fell off the face of the earth. I know, like, uh, well, they had a plane blow up over Scotland. Cool, cool. And that was when I was a kid, so they were still around then. Yeah. And then they went under, and then TWA <clears throat> went under, and I was, I was nineteen twenty or later, because I flew TWA when I was like nineteen. Man, that's interesting. Like, uh, I I vaguely remember TWA, but I knew Pan Am was like before my time for sure. And mm-hmm. I like watching those old videos of people flying back in the day, and when they're in the flight oh, from God, France, yeah. or whatever, and they're like in the side that seats. That wasn't even the, Dude, like the that lounge. Was a New York to Washington yeah. flight, and they're in the they're like oh a yeah, right. lounge in the back. And I was like, dude. Riding planes used to kick so much more ass than it does now. It was like three times the price of a ticket. Worth it. Fuck it. Worth it. Yeah. I mean, it was so much nicer. I mean, I don't smoke, but you could smoke anywhere then. I would have loved to have been a smoker back then. I wish there was like a little bit. Anywhere except for the police department where they were taking cars apart, probably because of fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, So that's a smoking zone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's like the one time you see people smoking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but man, back back in the day, I wish there was like a median. Like right now, you have like first class, and then you have Comfort Plus, which is kind of bullshit. It's like the seats a tiny bit bigger, and then you've got like you know peasant class, right? I mm-hmm. wish there was like some Comfort Plus to uh, first class, like medium, like somewhere like some mid range thing that like businesses could buy that was gangster, but not like because first class you get like a bed, you got all this room. I just want like a chill lounge, like like a bar, you know what I mean, <laughs> that you can walk up to. That's how they used to be, though. Yeah, you know? So um, I don't know if you've been to the Southern Southeastern Railway Museum in Duluth, um, but no, they have. There's, there's a there's a railway museum, and I'm not just saying this because I have like locomotive stuff at work, but um, there's uh, they have all like the sleeper cars and the Pullman mm-hmm. cars from back in the day, and it makes me like. They, it wasn't just planes. It was everything. Right, like yeah. Trains. Bars, yeah. And they were just gangster. And yeah. you could just enjoy your traveling. Yeah. You know? And we ruined it all with cars. It was comfortable and spacious. And they, you know, like... I mean, I would travel by train a lot if if it was reasonable. Like Amtrak right. is fucking terrible. Well, and, and, it's, it's and the seats are shit. And it's... It costs yeah, as much as a plane. Yeah. Ten times as slow. And you, you might die. You're ten times more likely to die yeah. than like in a plane crash. Yeah. It's like a but slow. If they had death. like a high-speed train system that had luxury and and almost this, I mean, I mean, you could get because you don't have potentially the security problems because it's just a train; it can't fall out of the sky. So you could have like <clears throat> easy, you, you could have an easier time train it into a building, uh, right? So you know you could have an easier time getting onto the trains, 
That's the way it was in Japan. So when we were in Japan, you could get uh, like a green car pass and it gave you like assigned seats and stuff. And the seats are fucking huge. Like one seat is like the size of this whole table here. And it's super fucking comfortable. And you can pull the seats up and like spin them around so you can like have different arrangements or whatever. And people walk by and they serve like drinks and food and stuff like that. And Japan has that train shit fucking figured out for sure. Because it's like stupid fast. From what I hear, it's really expensive. But as you... If you go as a foreigner, you can buy certain tickets that make it unreasonably cheap so yeah. foreigners can enjoy and, you know, spend their money all I over mean, town or whatever. I mean, if I was just doing it every once in a while, um, you know, like if I wanted to travel over across yeah. the U.S., and it could still be expensive, but it wouldn't. I mean, flying is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Know? Well, you can, you got to get felt up through, like, TSA checkpoints, and you got to mm-hmm. wait forever, and then mm-hmm. fucking planes are always not on time because all sorts of weird issues. Trains, like when we were in, you know, Japan getting on the bullet trains, it was like you could just like walk up to, you know, any door and like walk through, find your seat. It was like super chill. There is no checkpoints whatsoever. Now, that's probably because Japan's super safe and they don't have a lot of like, I don't know, terrorist issues like maybe Europe and America tends to have. But uh, there's like no checkpoints. You can bring all the snacks and booze you want onto uh, onto the train too so you can just like go to the convenience store that's built like into the train station grab all the booze and food and coffee or whatever you want and then just like two seconds later walk into the train which is like two like the millisecond on time mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> otherwise somebody gets beheaded <laughs> the only time this is maybe sad and funny so we one bullet train was late once for us and we found out it was because someone committed suicide by train and they were, and like everyone on the train and around the train was super, super, super sad and like uh, apologizing like nonstop and be like, "Look, guys, you you had a suicide by a train or somehow yeah. someone got hit by a train. Pretty sure it's suicide. You don't have to apologize." And it was only like three minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like really late. Like I didn't even really notice. And I think they like comped some food and stuff. And you know, for people that were on there, especially for the foreigners. And I was like, guys, like, I, I didn't even know that you were late. And it was only like three minutes late. Right, like, yeah. they stopped it, did an investigation. Yep, he's dead. Psh, hit the train. I've, I've heard that if your train is late in Japan, uh, at like a commuter train, they'll give you like a slip that you take to work so that you can show your boss that your train was late. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, yeah. you, so you won't get fired, you know. Jesus. Somebody somewhere in the rail company gets, you know, beheaded, beheaded for but, sure. Maybe that's yeah, how they do fault. the beheading is they put them in front of trains. <laughs> but yes. then that would just slit on the train. So that would be yeah. counterproductive. No, they, yeah, they, <laughs> it's such a bad yeah, cycle. Like, though, yeah, right? that's such a really bad cycle. And they probably don't <laughs> actually behead them. They probably just give them the knife and say, you know what you have to right. do. Oh, yeah, but they fall on it. Yeah. Yes. Sudoku. Sudoku. I definitely want to say Sudoku. Definitely Sudoku. Death by mathematical puzzle. Oh god! I think there's a lot more reverence for the train too. It's not like the does the train cross like a lot of roads and kind of stuff like that. I don't think it does. Right? You, in Japan, what? well, it's raised. Yeah, up. it does. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of mm. scoots through. It's like flies over it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm in saying the there's not like stuff, cars but... like waiting on the train to go by. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, okay. It's I think like, maybe people just have more reverence for the train there because, I mean, a lot of trains in the U.S. and shit are late, too, because, like, people fucking drive a car under the tracks and dumb shit like that. <clears throat> I saw a car hit the third train. <laughs> like, the third car Oh, you mean, like, the, the car yeah. down? Yeah. Oh, my the God. The third car down. Well, that's, that's just because uh, that's of the funny. drink driving that happens in this country. I mean, I guess. It was, like, fucking, like, 10 a.m. No, th- this is the difference. This is the difference. And it, it's sort of this way in Europe. So passenger trains are, like... It goes down and it's like mm-hmm. done, and then the things go up. Here in America, long, yeah. it's like four fucking hours for yeah. this like million mile long, two mile per hour train to go by. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Like there, it's like a tiny inconvenience, but you know, like there's a hundred people on there that's not on the road right now with yeah. you. But you know, a cargo train, which you run into all the time in the states, it's like, oh my god, I mean, fucking I've, like put my yeah. car in part, like play on my phone, like well, start playing some games. You might just try to run it because if you don't, you're oh, yeah. probably gonna die of old age anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like I've been on commuter trains, and the ones in the U.S. that I've been on have been relatively miserable. Yeah. I watched a lady fucking yeah. throw up right in front of me. She <laughs> splashed puke on my suit. Now are you talking? Oh, you're talking Amtrak style, not uh, like. 
Metro, Marta, or whatever style. Are you talking? I mean, it's, it was kind of in between. Like it was oh. like a short haul kind of train, oh, like okay. from like Chicago to like way out deep in the suburb. But it wasn't okay. like a stop every few blocks kind of. Oh, train, okay, you know okay, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Like an express metro. Sure, I don't know what that I think means. That's like two story. I wrote on one. Yeah, of those. yeah, it's two story one. Yeah, that's a metro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the lady in front of me threw up because she was drunk and yeah. uh, then didn't clean any of it, and it splashed on my. That's luggage. the only kind of train I've ridden on in the U.S. Yeah, I haven't been on Amtrak. But, I mean, I've, been on like <laughs> I've the, never like, been on Amtrak either. I've never been on Amtrak. I've been on like the L in Chicago. Yeah, I didn't do that. I've never even been to Chicago. But I rode all when I went to New York. We rode all over the the uh, subway, the subway system yeah, there, yeah. and uh, you know, back and forth to Brooklyn and Queens, and like up and downtown the whole time. You know, we just rode the, the and it was really nice. And they showed it a little bit in this movie too, where they were playing that like cat and mouse game where he's like stepping in and out of the doors. Oh, that you know? was funny as hell. And he was like, uh, last minute. And he's like throwing something away then stepping back in and like stepping Dude, back out. I just want to say he ordered like a purple drink or something. Yeah. yeah he literally said, he, he said, said yeah. grape drink. He said yeah, grape drink. drink. Yeah. But he wasn't fucking drinking a grape drink after that. No, oh, he wasn't. No, man. Damn, they this just gave him the wrong thing. Dude. Fuck this movie's man. bullshit. Continuity down the drain. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny how they were kind of like going back and forth in and out of that train. So I was glad they showed a little bit of uh, of their metro station. What is the what is the metro like system called? Do they have a name for it? And it's not coming to me right now. In New York, subway. Yeah. Is well, it just... they call it the subway? Is that what it's really called? No, there's like a name for it. Because in London we have the underground, it, like the metro, and it's called or the underground, and everybody calls it the tube or the underground. Now they call it like the metro or the something to the Googles. Nah, I don't know. Anyways, the subway. When we were, uh, maybe there, I don't know. I don't remember. We were there a couple times ago. And if you stay on one of the trains <clears throat> uh, too long, it like goes past the normal stops and they say, everybody get off here. But you can stay on and it just like ends up going north Go to back. south. Yeah. You can see like stations that have been like closed down, not used anymore, but they're still lit. So there's like ancient, unused. I think there's like the old city hall station. Yeah. And it's really York. fucking cool. And they have it all lit up and stuff still. So it's like pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it like, it's so weird how most of the U.S. cities demolished or took away all their subway, train car, trolley systems, where New York just fucking kept it forever. Now, mm-hmm. of course, it's in like dire states these days because it's like literally a hundred year plus old infrastructure. But New York City and a little bit of Chicago, really the only like cities that have kept up with their subway systems, where every other city has either not had it because it's too new. Or they demolished it, like some of, um, like Atlanta has and LA did, and now they're rebuilding it. I guess Washington D.C. has mm-hmm. some, but it's not as big as it used to be. It's weird how we just don't use that much anymore. Well, um, back in the day, the streetcars were all bought up by like GM and car companies, mm-hmm. and it was all shut down. Yeah, for competitive reasons. Yeah, they wanted people to buy cars. But the, uh, the I like the scene in the movie where the train crashes <clears throat> because you see a lot of like fairly realistic car crashes in the chase scene and then the train trains gets to are the too end. expensive to wreck and yeah they're like oh i, I guess no, they no, didn't want to actually wreck use a train that. yeah we got to use that shit we don't want to it know. all got a bit star trek there for a minute yeah, with yeah. people going oh oh throwing themselves around mm-hmm. well they're throwing themselves back like i did think about that they're throwing themselves back into the side but when you hit like face to face everyone's going to go, go forward, forward. Momentum, yeah. yeah no one did that everyone went back like they were getting you know i don't know it was well, just weird the bad guy threw himself into a window door and like fucked up his forehead yeah or something. like oh i wasn't yeah. quite sure why you know. well he like broke through a window and then went to different doors tried to open it couldn't and then had went through another window. door yeah. <laughs> it was like what is this guy doing but he was just in a train accident so he probably yeah. wasn't thinking straight you know but so can we can we go to the start of that whole bit where he shoots a lady pushing a stroller. Oh, yeah, oh, the sniper yeah. from yeah. the roof. He's yeah. a sniper on well, the roof. Well, he couldn't wait, like, two seconds for a clear shot. What's the matter with that guy? I don't guy? know, man. What an asshole. All I can say is, like... There's so many deaths from this... I know. This uh, this bus they were trying to do. Was it worth it? Was it worth, like, 15 deaths... I don't know. ...to stop, like, that much heroin? Like, probably not. It was half a million dollars was the deal. And at the time, that was probably uh, a shit ton, right? And it had, a, you, it had a street value of 30-something, the guy said. By the time you cut it all down and, and it goes out in nickel and dime I bags. I guess. But was it worth, like, but all these deaths and wrecking trains over? Yeah. I don't know, Now, man. this kid doesn't have a mom. I know. You know? Yeah. This, this poor uh, train driver is dead. 
Right. Like well, there's, security well, there's a couple of guys on the train got Yeah, they got, got shot straight up. Yeah. yeah. Was it all worth it? I don't know, man. And <laughs> the guy with the, the baguette's dead, too. I know. <laughs> Gene Hackman steals some dude's car and yeah. fucking wrecks the, the shit FBI out The FBI agent guy's and dead. And the FBI yeah. agent. So there's like, we're just littered the, with bodies. Just littered. There's just bodies everywhere, all for what? A little bit of heroin in yeah. a continental? I don't know, man. Not worth it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Heroin, just not worth it. He's like wrecking into cars and stuff too. He destroyed the brown. What's the brown car that he wrecks a bunch on the on the subway chase where he's that's, chasing the train? That's the Pontiac Le Mans. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yes, that's the older Le Mans. Yeah. So, which is essentially the sort of the Le Mans Tempest was what they made the GTO based on. Mm. So it kind of looks like a GTO, but like the but boring it's version. Just a Le Mans, yeah. Yeah, so that man, he wrecks the fuck out of that Dude, car. It's like so much. he's yeah, it was like almost comedic. Did you time. notice like how all the cars, especially you know, like this is the era of this. Even when the interior shots and stuff like that, the cars are just like floating. Oh, like everything's yeah. like yeah. you get seasick almost. Look, watching some of these there's, cars. There's a couple of times where people like slam on their brakes and you can see it and the car yeah. does like a nosedive. Yeah. It almost like touches the street from <laughs> slamming on the brakes and I'm like, oh my God, that poor car. And yeah. there's people in there are getting like thrown through the windshield. Yeah. Oh, you know, because you know they're not wearing their seatbelts because it's 1971. Yeah, they didn't have any. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all in there like no seatbelts, like smoking, smoking cigarettes. God damn, everybody. I mean, like I, I guess when I grew up when they up, tore apart the Lincoln the ashtray came yeah. out and it was like there was ash everywhere yeah like, of course oh yeah, yeah cars standard. used to have ash in them yeah all the time and if you bought a used car that was a huge deal if it was like a non-smoker because smokers always wrecked all the used cars now yeah. it's like not even a problem because no one smokes anymore and if you do you really most people I know that still smoke don't smoke in their car right, at all right. you know or in their house it's like only outside and that's mm-hmm. it you know so it's just strange how our opinion has changed on smoking so much. And when you watch a movie like this time capsule 1971 movie, how much that attitude's changed, you know? Even yeah. in my lifetime. like Yeah, for was, sure. When I was a kid, smoking was everywhere. Like, yeah. Restaurants didn't even have smoking sections. Like, like sections, everything was a smoking section. Mm, like, yeah, everywhere. yeah, you're right, yeah. And then, like, as I got older, there they were had smoking sections. smoking sections. Yeah. And then as we got even older, then they just took all the sections away, yeah, yeah. you know? Because yeah. when, I, when I worked at Ruby Tuesday, this was like, oh... Four oh five, something like that. Mm-hmm. That was about the time the bands came through. Yeah. So it, we had a smoking section, and mm-hmm. all the servers fought over the smoking section because, for whatever reason, the smokers also drank, and then those people always gave better tips. Oh, yeah. So when you were a server and there was a smoking section, like the highest ranking server or the the person with the most pull, the manager, whoever was sleeping with the manager, maybe that person got the smoking section because you always got tipped better because those mm-hmm. people that smoked, I guess, were just chiller. I don't know. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. But then I think like right after I quit, like they just demolished the smoking section and they and then they said it's like now it's weird. It's like live music and it has to be completely quarantined off with its own HVAC system and some mm-hmm. other bullshit. And it and, has to be yeah. like an eighteen plus or a twenty one plus uh age limit as well. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like super weird. So yeah, you're right. In our lifetimes that's changed mm-hmm. a ton. But when you go back to like seventy one, like fucking everybody smokes. Yeah everywhere they'll be like up in the doctor's office like doing surgery like smoking cigarettes right. it's like okay you know whatever <laughs> gotta remove this gallbladder whoops ashton yeah no big deal mm. and then all those cars and all those emissions with lead fuel rolling around fuck yeah dude. oh my god and then to me. like i guess if you lived out in the country you could probably breathe pretty easy oh and that's something else but in the city i bet you were just like choking on smog like all the fucking mm. time but in one bar scene, they were like playing, like sound wise, like a Florida advertisement for people to move to Florida. And, it, you know, and it was advertising like clean air and all this other shit. Did you hear that? Mm. Like he was in a bar getting a drink, and the advertisement in the background is for people in New York to move to Florida. And I was like, you know what? If it's 1970. And I'm living in New York City. Florida does sound pretty fucking awesome. Because he's like freezing yeah. the whole time, yeah. you know? And like everything is, there's trash fucking everywhere. And that's another thing. If you go to New York City now, there's like no trash. Like it's mm-hmm. just really well cleaned up. Back then, it was I think they all did. I think state. they all moved to Florida. To Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. and oh, all the shitty happened. people. Oh, and now Florida's got trash everywhere. Yeah. No, Florida's not that bad. But yeah, uh, I see what you're saying. Well, Central I mean, Florida every, is definitely bad. Every part of Florida that's not like a tourist attraction is not. All, most of the coast is okay. Most of the coast, but if you if. If you've spent any real time in central, central Florida, it is super backwoods. Yeah. It is a scary backwoods. I feel like there's a reason why sometimes I, 
I call my taint my Tallahassee. <laughs> mm, that makes sense. Because it's like America's taint. Yeah. Like, like, we, we were like camped in Central Florida like a couple of years ago. Um, and it was all in Central Florida. And they've got like some beautiful wide open parks and like lakes and swamps you can park beside and like all these cool off-roading areas. But like everywhere we went, there was like multiple families just like living in these weird like unclaimed forest areas. And you can tell yeah. they're just living there. You, oh, that's you, where the sex offenders live because <laughs> they're not allowed to live near the school. Yeah, looking back, we shouldn't have camped at some of those places. I was definitely those more worried. Those weren't campsites-ish. <laughs> no, they definitely, well, no, they, they actually really weren't, but there were places you could camp, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, everywhere is a place yeah. you can camp. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's the good way of thinking about and, it. I like your style. <laughs> I just want to say, like, even on the coast, it could still be shitty. Like, go to Panama City Beach. That place is relatively fine go to panama city that place fucking sucks and that's mm. on the coast yeah, yeah. i, I kind of see what you're Isn't saying that the redneck yeah. riviera or is that the panama city beach pcb i don't know yeah it's cleaned up its act a little bit since because we used to go all the time when we were in statesboro i, mean, I think that's when it was called the redneck riviera i, was I think it's still like, called that okay. i was just there a couple years ago and like still pretty panama city beach is fine especially the newer part but the, like the town town yeah panama city itself Fucking but that's terrible. because that's where the townies and stuff live, which is real yeah. scary. And it's still on the water. Mm, yeah. It's all right. Is. Anyways, Florida, get your shit together. Yeah, man. If you're out there, Florida, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just you have, get you it together. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. back to New York. Um, I don't know. Anyways, there's fucking trash. New York was a, a very different place, but then that's why I enjoy like this little snapshot because, I man, fucking New York was like much rougher, much different back in the '70s for sure. Mm-hmm. I liked the uh, all the different phrases and names for the different purities of heroin that the guy came up with as oh he was God. testing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was some, <laughs> some sort of test with the boiling point or the thermometer. I don't know what it was. I, I thought it was the power level of the heroin. Like yeah. It's just increasing and like his eyes are getting bigger. And yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't know if that made any real sense for like actual like drug heads that if it was like a real thing that he was testing, you know, cause he had this like needle and then there was like a thermometer. Yeah. Like you taped a weird needle to a thermometer. Like how does that even fucking work? So okay. if I, you're, if you're a junkie from the seventies, hit call us, up. us up, let us know if that was the yeah. thing. And then he dripped some, and in a different time he like dripped some material on it and it like turned red and he was like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, ah, I don't know <laughs> if this is real or not. I don't know enough about heroin, I guess, to figure out how to. I'm, I'm just going to refer to that guy as Heisenberg. Mm, the, he was pretty heisenberg Let's yeah. just call that guy Heisenberg. He looked just like the bad guy in Iron Man 3? Three, yeah, or, no, two, the three. Russian dude from two. No, 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 three. No, 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 no. You know he looked because there was like I don't fucking know. He looks like one of the fucking bad guys and one of the Iron Man. Is Mans. that the Winter Soldier one? I yeah, no, no. Winter uh, Soldier's Captain America. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a completely oh, different movie. Don't don't ask. Don't don't even bother to ask me about the Marvel series. Uh, I've watched some of them. Oh yeah, and that's about me it. and Darcy are going through them all because we've got Disney Plus now. She's never seen any of them, so we're slowly we're going chronologically and we're making our way towards Endgame. Mm-hmm. We're going through the whole MC universe. And I think she's enjoying some of it. Some of the I, movies are good. Since our last podcast, I, I went to see the Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. So. Is it good? Um, I enjoyed it because of <laughs> uh, because it completes the series. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, my two-second review is that, you know, you had the J.J. Abrams, uh, Force Awakens, and then you had the next one that was... Uh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. The, and it's the last Jedi, last Jedi, last Jedi and then um, whatever this one was, <laughs> and you can tell these guys weren't working together. They were on the same page. Like Abrams did his thing, and then Ryan did his thing, and then Abrams comes back and says, "Ah, uh, yeah, forget about that one. We, I didn't do that one. Just forget about that one." And then there's a whole lot of shit that happens that you just have to just like gloss over really fast because mm. I'm not gonna spoil it. But there's just a yeah, lot of shit that you have to get it. through. And just accept without them actually explaining. Mm. And so it's like 100 miles an hour, the yeah. last movie. It's just like flying through this fucking plot at 100 miles an hour, like barely touching shut. I mean, it's crazy. Who? It's good, I guess, but yeah, there we are, Star Wars. Who's ever watching over and piecing together the Marvel movies is doing, it seems to be, is doing a much better job than whoever's doing it. Yeah. Over the Star Wars mm-hmm. movies. I bet they're going to get him involved in the Star Wars movies now. I think John Favreau. Favreau. Thank you. Yeah, John Favreau, who was the director for the first Iron Man and a few other Iron Mans. I think he's... And I know he is also 
one of the main writers slash directors for um, The Mandalorian, too. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and the Mandalorian kicks ass. Like if you haven't seen it, it's fucking awesome. I need, I want to watch that. It's really yeah. fucking good, actually. You're so have to give me I a think, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I think John Fairview, Fairview, Favreau. Favreau. I think he's the key. I think he's keeping yeah. that shit together. I mean, Disney picked him for a lot of the like um, re up or like remakes, recuts, of movies. or yeah, whatever. Like Lion King and shit like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they had yeah. him do. Have a we bunch got of any movies. more French Connection? <clears throat> oh yeah, um, we really went on. T- oh, I got some notes. Let me go through my notes. Sometimes these are funny. Let's see here. Not one word, and this dude is dead. That's that's related to like the, the first. initial scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back when Brooklyn had black people and not hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> so many cool old cars. I just can't keep up. Same guy from Jaws. People fucking loved to smoke back then. Everybody wore hats back then. We yeah. even talked about that. Still yeah. hats. Yeah. Everybody fucking wore hats. What's uh-huh. the next new hat? That's what we need to get on, right? Because there was like uh, the uh, the fedora kind of thing, like the flat tops. Yeah. And then now everyone wears baseball caps. What's the next hat we're all gonna wear? That's what we need to the get on. Next hat. You know? Oh, not God. not Kangles. <laughs> That's I it. Know. I feel like no. we've done all Dude, the Dude, I hats. bought one back in the day too because of Samuel <laughs> oh my Jackson. God, you were the Kangle. Oh my god. No, like I bought it, I put it on, mm. I looked at myself in the mirror, and I like tried it at a bunch of different angles, and I was like, no, this thing's never gonna work. Uh let's see here. Uh oh yeah, the Continental with the hideaway headlights. They don't make cars with headlights that vanish anymore. Because we, you know, in the eighties we had pop-ups, in the seventies we had like like these vacuum assisted like little yeah. covers and stuff like on RS Camaros and like this Continental or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we we don't have any like hideaway headlight systems like anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the yeah. RS Camaro had those like little side flips and then because and then it in the never 80s made any pop-ups. fucking sense. It, there's no point. <laughs> but it in looks it. so fucking cool though. Yeah. Who cares what makes sense? I think they introduced all the daytime running light laws and stuff. And but then you can just have I mean, like a little strip though. For a long time nowadays. Right? But you can just have like a little strip of LEDs. Here's, here's my problem with what we have now, and that is that we have daytime running lights that are LEDs, and they're so bright that. When I'm driving, there's a few a lot cars of that now, overdo it. I'll be passing people all the time that don't have their fucking headlights on at night mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the LED running lights are so bright oh. that they they're just driving along. And I'll pass them. The tail lights are not on because they mm. don't have the headlights on, so the tail lights aren't going. Nothing is lit up except the front, and they they're just happily driving along because the dash is lit up and they've got their running lights yeah. lighting the road ahead. that just bright mm. as fuck. And they're oblivious to the fact that you haven't got your headlights on, and if people behind you can't see you, I mean, it's, yeah, and it, that's it's, my pet it, peeve. That's a good pet peeve, and it's it's even weirder because almost all cars have like automatic sensing now. They just do the headlights mm-hmm. for you, right? They just mm-hmm. know it's nighttime. To, but everyone will put it on like just off, and it's like, what oh, the fuck? Just leave it on auto and don't yeah. ever fucking touch it again. Maybe if it rains, yeah. turn I've it off. I've seen a couple of cars. Uh, I had a rental car. I can't remember what it was, but when you like shut it off, it like resets to auto. Like if you set it. Oh, oh that's a good key, idea. My key is that way. Yeah. If I turn my lights on, just to on, not even auto, just mm-hmm. turn it on, and then park and walk away, it turns them off. Like you cannot leave the headlights on. Oh no, but he's saying when it turns, when you turn the car back on, it automatically starts the auto again. Yeah, yeah. I don't All know. Right, like, I don't know if it was on the key cycle on or when you keyed off, but at some point it switches back to auto on whatever mm. car that was. So it doesn't have a physical switch. It, it has did. A, like an electrical switch. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the rolly knob kind of like. But so. And it rolly knob. Does the knob move when it? No, no, it's like the rolly selector, and yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter where it's ever placed. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it just electronically yeah. resets. Yeah, it. electronically moves over. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the knob, like for your heater. It's not clicking, or, right? You know, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what not I was, on the stock what or whatever. Getting, yeah, because yeah, that would be if the stock yeah, moved, like, I'd be like, freaked there's out. There's a motor, and it physically uh, moves it. No, no, no we no. put a ghost in your car, so that so that if you accidentally leave the lights on, Casper will come out and turn it off for you. Dude, that would be handy for some fucking people because they definitely don't turn their headlights. I think that would be like an, uh, a Tesla feature. Yeah. All right, let's see some other notes. Riding sideways on a plane, gangsta, Pan Am building. Uh, I got one. Uh, Gene Hackman, when uh, those guys pull up in the galaxy, he shoots in the air. That bullet comes down somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. He steps out and just like oh, one yeah. shot in the air. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. in New York City. In yeah. New York City. Like, no, there's only like 10 or 20 people yeah. out here. Yeah. No big deal, man. No. Like, odds not are, a problem. Odds are that won't hit I, anyone. I quite like, <laughs> speaking of Gene shooting in the air, I quite liked the shootout at the end. And he shoots like, like 30 bullets. Everybody has a snub nose revolver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everybody. That's it's all like everybody has. Like long. 
I, I don't know what you guys think you're shooting at, but you're not going to hit anything with that stupid no. thing. No. It, oh my God. There's a couple of shotguns around. There was a couple yeah. of shotguns. And that, yeah. that, that did some damage. So you're spraying with that and you're spraying with <laughs> well, the snub-nosed revolver. But they revolver. were shorty shotguns too. They yeah. weren't like shotguns you could so like, target with. sprayed everywhere. <laughs> Just riddle. Everybody's riddled with bullets No everywhere. one's getting hit. <laughs> it's like stormtroopers versus stormtroopers. Uh, Just everywhere. There's bullets going over the Hudson River. Yeah. Just pow, pow, pow. Yeah, because we know the the extra side people that die in this movie we don't know about all the other unintended victims from these shootouts that never yeah. shoot anybody that's right you or know? property damage you know i'm telling you man like i i get this movie but this is like a good advertisement for like t- taking away the war on drugs because yeah. all these deaths over a little bit of heroin i don't know man not <laughs> worth it <laughs> not yeah. worth it dude just let it happen. You well, that, know? And that was the era, this, the early 70s. I know, yeah. Uh, the Nixon administration. But and, you could see in the movie how they were using it to, like, hassle black people in the bars and absolutely. stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's portrayed yeah. truthfully, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was the yeah. reason for it, and that's what it was getting used for, clearly. We're only just now winding it down. You know, all, I mean, just watch this movie now. Just, yeah, all these truths come out. Like, this is, this is the war on drugs. And mm-hmm. it, not worth it, man. <laughs> not worth it. Yeah. Well, it was after the civil rights era, so like the mm-hmm. the racist people in charge, the you know black people got their rights legally. You know, like you couldn't mm-hmm. discriminate anymore, so they found other ways of discriminating, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, we could probably wrap it up with this. So well, one more thing. Oh, okay, at the one very more thing. End, I liked that um, the main bad guy got away, like. Th- this wasn't a happy ending to a movie. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. Like French dude. They said they got away, got but there was away. that one gunshot. What was that all about? And you don't know, but I, I highly It was never seen again. You don't, I highly you don't doubt really that know. he killed the guy it's like because it's ambiguous. like... Yeah. Like, or maybe he shot him. Maybe he shot... Um, Hackman's character. Hackman's well, I mean, character. We just don't know. Yeah. If, if he did get him. shot, then he lived at least. Because yeah. I said that he lived. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so the French guy gets away. A bunch of people get their sentences commuted. Mm-hmm. Like they hardly spend any oh. time in jail. And yeah, there was like hardly any real jail time yeah. for anybody. Right. All these fucking dead bodies yeah. and trashed cars. Because they're crazy and rich people. Yeah. You know. Throughout the movie, I was just like, oh man, this is crazy in the seventies. This is like just like well, way overplayed. And then the very ending with those placards playing, I was like. That made the movie for me because I was just like, mm-hmm. I I really dislike overly happy endings to movies mm-hmm. that like wrap mm-hmm. everything up with a nice bow. I love a realistic yeah. ending, and this had that realistic ending. Yeah, I and agree. I, loved it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think we can wrap it up with the lesson of this movie is the war on drugs is fucking worthless. Yeah, because all these people got reduced sentences, but then all those people died over what? That's that's where I want to mm-hmm. end it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Anyway, who's picking the next movie? It's not me. It's Adam. Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good, because I hadn't thought about shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I went ahead and made it up on the spot. Um, I wasn't going to do a choice, but now I think I am. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to continue down this war on drugs, or do you want to go to another like uh, little like horror comedy? What was your first choice? That's what I want. The horror comedy was going to be the horror, first choice. I want horror comedy. Yeah. Horror, horror comedy? Horror comedy? Horror. Do I say horror every time? A lot of times. Horror. I want, horror I want more horror, horror comedy. comedy. I don't know, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to watch the movie Tremors. Oh, yeah. Are there cars and Tremors? Yeah. This is the yeah. first Tremors. The first Tremors. With, um, what's his name in it? Um, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 I saw the first one like in 1997 Was Emilio Estevez in any of those no. Tremors? Just Kevin. Just Kevin. There, was a, there were other the people, though, right? There were, yeah. There okay. were other like Reba McIntyre. Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. And then, like, uh, uh, one guy, I don't remember his name. Anyway, Tremors. Okay, Sweet. cool. Yeah. That's like a cult classic kind of movie. Yeah. So that would be a good one to it. go over. I haven't watched it in a long time, but no, the original neither. Jeep Gladiators is one of the main cars. Uh, the truck thing, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't called Gladiators back then. No, I think it was weren't. a Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I thought they were called something else. J10s. J10s with the old trucks are called, and then there were some other things. I, we'll figure it anyway, out. Anyway, we'll figure it yeah, out for yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Till next time. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our 12th episode. Next time, we're going to do Trimmers, which is a cult classic, I think. So go watch it yourself to find out and follow along. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and check us out on Instagram at Movie Car Guys. Also, email us at moviecarguys at gmail for movie ideas. Till next time, thanks. What's a unicorn?
So oh, we're recording on the right line now, too, at the right volume. Oh, so. that's splendid. <laughs> Look, it's been that. a long time. It's been like a month since we've done this. Yeah. Okay, are we ready? Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, let me just like... Zen. Zen in. Do you remember what our name is with the movie Car Guys? <laughs>